All aboard the love train blossoming with the scent of fresh flowers and erotic excitement and revolutionary possibilities. Wake up and smell the sex. It's spring. Well, it's around the spring equinox if you're tuned in live to FDR here with me, your love doctor, Dr. Susan Block, a.k.a. Dr. Susie, and my prince, my captain, my witness, my lover, my husband of almost 31 years, and my friend and co-conductor of this here train, Max. Mickey. Lubkovitsky, Phil and Jerry. Hi, my name is Max, and I have something to say. And that's why I'm here tonight, to say something. What we're going to say, she only knows. <laughs> <laughs> I only know what I plan to say, and as you know, the best laid plans may not get you us laid the way we planned. So we have to have a plan B, and be open. Has that happened to you people out there? Two possibilities. Where you have a plan, and then you get all dressed for the wedding, and there's a white dress, the tuxedo, and then you go down to the place where you get married, and the bride's not there. No, I never had that happen to me. <laughs> Fortunately, my groom was there. It was you. All right, I and was there. You were there, and I appreciate that. I was not left at the altar to that extent and i don't have a big plan for the show but it is spring equinox and it really does feel like spring in bonoboville today after all that rain that could have drowned noah's whole ark we now have spring spring has sprung the grass has riz do you know where the party is bonoboville you know about the lions who got onto noah's ark huh the lions? Yeah, they said the accommodations were terrible. The meals were delicious. They were lion. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. That's mm. very cute. I just got that. <laughs> ah, that's right. And uh -oh. I just got that the meals were delicious. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like that triangle of sadness that we saw, which I'm mm. not sure if I recommend... Just look at a clip. The best scene really is when they're doing a radio show. Kind of a bad radio show, but you know, some of the best radio shows are kind of bad. And this one is between the leftists, represented by Woody Harrelson, who is running this yacht for very rich people, and the capitalist, who is a Russian. And they're arguing about socialism and capitalism while people are throwing up all over the yacht. And the tables are moving across the floor. That's the least of their problems. Uh, well, uh, when there's jugs of whiskey on them, it becomes their problem. And it is one of the better vomit scenes. If you're into rainbow showers, which I'm not, yeah, that's the best thing about Triangle of Sadness. 
Although I always wondered what to call that little wrinkle between the eyebrows. I hate it. Everyone hates it and everyone has it. In fact, if you don't have it, you probably don't think very much, which is why it's so attractive not to have it. Your thoughtless springs. Spring, the word itself, leaps for joy, strips off sweaters, and dives headlong into a spring fling, releasing that inner bonobo that's been hibernating all winter long. Spring is mating time, dating time, time to catch spring fever, make like bonobos, flirt and fly with the birds and bees through the flowers and trees, all buzzing and tweeting. Yes, before Twitter, birds did the tweeting. <laughs> and do you like my poetry? I like that very much. Y- you when do? did you make that up? Just tonight, uh, right before the show. Part of it is from looking at old shows. It's a poem for the future in all times. All right. Uh, you like that, huh? Well, cut the Pentagon, says, speaking of spring, no ruse. The Iranian-Persian New Year is day after tomorrow. Thank you for letting us know. Cut the Pentagon, I always get confused about everybody's New Year. It's always different. It makes sense to have it in spring, actually, because that's when things come back to life. It would be a good time for a new year. So hats off to the Iranian Persians. They got the right idea to have New Year in spring. It makes sense. Spring equinox. I mean, to have it in the middle of sort of the winter, not even at the beginning of the winter, really, but in the middle of winter, it kind of doesn't make too much sense. Then, of course, the Jewish religion has it in September, in the fall, which always reminds me of school starting. (laughs) So that's the beginning of that new year, and that kind of sucks. I like beginning the year with spring, so I'm not converting to Islam anytime soon, but I do like the Persian New Year timing. Spring it on me. Spring is mating time. We are getting some comments here on our illustrious show. And we have some new people. New people. Carnal and Stoopy and Faim and Raul. Anyway, some new people. And I want to encourage you new people to comment and also put yourself in the call-in area and strip off your verbal inhibitions. Of course, I'm not going to force you to say anything you don't want to say. I can't do that. I might seduce you into saying something you don't expect to say. But yeah, you can basically talk about what you want. It's spring. Spring is also a good time to clean house. That's mind and body and spirit. Like winter, I believe that the old Capitolo scene is out of season. It's time for the bonobo scene and the bonobo way and a bonobo spring cleaning. I think. What do you think? Let us know. We are going to talk with Carnal. Carnal. I like the name. The College of Carnal Knowledge is one of the 
subheadings I give for my own system of sex education. Sex education. So hello, yes. Carnal. Hi, Carnal. Hi. Good Hi. evening. How are you? I'm good. Ready for spring. Um, so I was, I don't know, while you were talking about the, the calendar and stuff, um, I, I think spring cleaning, I think that may have come more directly from the fact of people having to clean up all the pollen after all the plants do their thing with Ooh, pollen. Yes. So spring cleaning is even older than houses. It's like as <laughs> old as just pollen. Pollen that gets in the way. We have occupied a space that we call ours. Right. Hmm. Yes. Old as home, but older than houses, than permanent dwellings when we might have had makeshift tents or like bonobos, maybe even lived in the trees, but still came down to the grasses and, hey, there's a lot of pollen around. It's making me sneeze. Let's clean it out. <laughs> uh, we've, we've almost always modified our environment to our needs by building yeah. our own versions of a domicile. All apes do that to some extent, and humans do it to a great extent. I believe to too much of an extent, but bonobos certainly modify their environment, and so do beavers. They build dams. Ants build anthills. We all, we animals, we modify our environment. Even plants do. It's just apes do it a little more than most animals, and humans just run away with it to the point that we are changing the ecology of our planet. So I think we need a little eco-sexual stimulation. We, we do it to, to navigate our reality. So we're literally like um, manifesting our lives yeah. as we experience them. Very wise, carnal. That which is physical is the home of the spiritual. And so you being carnal are housing some wisdom. Carnal, it's like the lowest chakra of the Kundalini, but the most fun and the most basic. I mean, you got to take care of your basic carnal needs before you can even think about all this highfalutin stuff, huh, carnal? Yeah, you can't, you can't put those aside for the sake of propriety. Or even philosophy. I mean, you can do a little fasting, right? But we got to feed the hungry, right? I think so. And that's part of cleaning house, is cleaning out some of the money of these rich people and giving it to some of the poor. Well, I mean, oh, um... That sounds like welfare. Well, I am not against welfare. Mm. Welfare is a nice word. It was demonized by a guy named Ronald Reagan, who rode in on a horse and just shot up all these programs that actually gave to the poor and maybe yeah. even made the middle class have an easier life. Just like you, can, you can't make something from nothing, nothing that you give to someone is without cost to someone. 
Oh, yeah, you got to pay. Sharing is about paying. But you know what? When you keep it all for yourself, when you hoard, you don't feel that good. I don't think all these multi-billionaires are that happy. What, by, by what standard do you qualify the term hoard? Oh, by my standard. Hoard is when you... Not W-H-O-R-E apostrophe D, (laughs) which I would say is a beautiful thing to have hoard and to continue to whore. And I respect the whores. What I don't respect are the hoarders. What we're talking about is hoarding. H-O-R. Consume now. Consume now. Everybody consume. Well. Let there be growth. To some degree, we have to consume, but not to the degree that advertising and the corporate mega machine seduces us into consuming. Consume to your needs. We have to consume at a rate that we can sustain balance with our environment. Exactly, Carnal. Get into a position of excess, whether too much or too little, then we create an imbalance in our reality. The the problem right now is that the consume credit card is overwhelming and the banks are collapsing but it's all because of propaganda hello silicon valley bank how you doing i mean you sound so fancy silicon valley bank wow and deregulated by the trumps okay what yes yes have Have i ever thought have you ever wondered why there's an app like credit karma an app called credit karma Wow. Are you not familiar with that app? I am not, but Abe, perhaps, my engineer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one, yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's kind of, it's like a, it's a nanny for you to help with your your credit, right? So just to help manipulate, manage, and whatever your credit, keep your payments low. and. Can you imagine having an app help us with our finances, Max? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I know all about credit karma. It's another one of those failed artificial ignorance uh, kind of places. Makes makes lots of mistakes. Doesn't fucking know what I make or what I don't make. And okay. doesn't know how to fuck either, right. which it, makes it, it really relatively care. useless. And, and like the Chinese, like the Chinese, it decides whether I'm a good citizen and whether I can consume. And who knows who it's sharing your information with. <laughs> it convinces you that you're a good candidate for certain lines of credit. And then they kind of push you towards those particular lines of credit. Mm. That's right. You know, based on their intent, That's sounds right. like a scam. Then they give you a big, lo- yeah, then they give you a big loan so that you can get out of the debt of the credit cards. Talk about karma being a bitch. Yeah, this but sounds like, like a real they, bitch. People aren't paying attention. They're just kind of doing the things that they're watching, they're hearing, they're seeing that other people are talking about. And it's leaving an impression on them, and then they're doing the same thing without really actually thinking it through. Like, for example, if I may, um, I've been really struggling lately with the concept of buying gold or other precious metals to back my own wealth during trying economic times, Mm. I guess. how exactly? I don't want to hear no platitudes. I want to know exactly platitudes. what the mechanism is that that is accomplished. 
Do you know? Does anybody know that can answer that? I've been, I'm, I, I cannot find an answer, and I, I debated a oh, person. Oh, I know. What is, is the question? Midas made everything he touched turn to gold, including <laughs> his beloved daughter. She turned oh. to gold. Yes. Oh. Which killed her, of course. Yeah, well, I can imagine, yeah. And I'm not a gold expert. I used to be on a radio syndication network with gold experts who then got busted. I thought they were great guys, and in fact, they shared my last name. They were also blocks, but from a different wing of the family. And they got busted. Put, put, put away. Yeah, for a long time. Lost the toupee, lost everything. That because it was illegal to uh, own gold. Now, now it's okay. Now it's uh, Let me now it from it's, a slightly different direction, if I can. Yes. Um, okay. Except, wait, wait a minute. I don't know what direction he's going to no, go. I want to hear this. You do really? Because it could be a direction that we don't want to go. If you're going to become a right winger, <laughs> I'm not sure. We're already set, going into set, investing in gold. Set, set me free. <laughs> I'm just trying you're to survive the floods. Why? Why do the people that have the gold get sex? People, wait, wait, wait. But they're selling it for pieces of paper that are literally just an IOU from an entity that's 30, almost $34 trillion in debt or something like that. So it's like, it doesn't make sense to me why they would sell it to me in the first place. Because they're out to get you. Oh, I see. He's hoarding gold. Are you hoarding gold, Carnal? Um, not. No. I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> that well, could be a problem. It could be karmic for you to be hoarding anything. And I would say gold included. I know it's karmic that I hoard all this art. I would like to sell it. I would like to give it away. I went to the bank to try and buy some gold. And the banker said, Carnal's got it all. Oh, there you go. See? We got to go after oh. Carnal. <laughs> but seriously, think The barbarians that. will be at your gates if you hoard all the gold, Let Carnal. me give you an answer. Because the whole system, all the people running these scams and i'm talking about from the government uh, to just plain old scammers right there's so much thievery going on okay okay that you don't even know you're being thieved mostly anymore. you don't yeah. because somebody is stealing something and that's what the definition of woke is too right. is knowing when you're being robbed yeah. being awake to when oh, you're being you, you see, burglarized, when, because mostly we don't know. I want to get back to talking about sex, though. Okay, I thought Carnal was going to talk okay. about sex, because his name okay. is Carnal. No, oh. Carnal, no sex for you, huh? Just Carnal gold. Was about more of the at the basic instinct of nature. Isn't at the basic instinct of most of nature, aside from okay. the single-celled variety, sex? Yes. Well, can I ask him, what part of the country are you in? At the moment, I am in northeast Georgia. Northeast Georgia. They have a lot of sex down there. I was just listening to the Allman Brothers yeah. because I'm thinking about Jimmy Carter because I'm going to write something as a farewell to Jimmy Carter. I have mixed feelings about him, but mostly good feelings. And 
I've been listening to the Almond Brothers. Mm, they are so good. Oh my God. But of course, they bring back memories for me because I am an old person. The, the Not as old as Jimmy Carter, but kind of up there. The Almond Brothers. They, right. They Lord, same ones. I was born a rambling man. I can't sing. But mm. trying to get together and doing the best I can. The Almond they supported Jimmy Carter mm -hmm. in his first campaign. Did the Walnuts support him? I don't know what the Walnuts is. Well, is the almonds? Is the no, walnuts? not that spelling. <laughs> oh, I know they have almond milk. I didn't know they had almond it's singers. A L L M A N. Ah, okay, that no, not that clarifies like pistachio brothers. I, I remember those guys. Right, yeah. they were good. They were yeah, my they, introduction they, they, to great southern great. music. <laughs> the sex is supposed to be good in Georgia, Georgia with the Georgia on my peaches. Mind. Yeah, the Georgia peaches. Danielle Watts is from Georgia. Yep, they got some. Countries and 49 states. Wow, so you have no particular affinity to Georgia. Correct. Okay. You're like, are you married or single? Uh, currently separated. Okay. Okay. And how's your sex life? Yeah, what are you doing? I self service myself whenever the fuck I want. All right. All right. We're all for self service, and it's coming up on Masturbation Month. Did you know that May? is the Merry Masturbation Month of Socialism. May 1st May. is May Day, but also masturbation. So everybody gets to do it. Not just in May, but in May we learn why it's a great thing to do, especially you know, nowadays. Years ago, you went to, the, to the, the gas station, it was full service. Yeah. Right. Now right. it's cell service. You got to right. go to the little boy's room, get the key. I wouldn't do it in the gas station. Oh, no. no, it's kind of dirty in there. That's oh. grody. Yeah, although some people do, and it's okay if you just do it in a stall and try to keep your groans down. Now, we talked earlier about spring cleaning coming from cleaning up the pollen, right? Right. So walrus yeah, hung has contributed by conjecturing that spring cleaning comes yep. from having to clean up plant jizz. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Plant juice. Plants have orgies and then they don't clean up after themselves. That sounds exactly. like some people at Bonoboville. Right, except it's like cum all over the leaves and the grasses <laughs> yep. that get up in our noses and make us sneeze. And so, yep. It's funny because autocorrect thought jizz was jazz. Jizz, and jizz is kind of jazz. And it is yeah. because originally the word jazz comes from jizz. Pretty much it's about sex. Sex. But they couldn't say sex or jizz, so they said jazz. Like rock baby. and roll, too. Right. The well, Almond Brothers kind of tie it all together. Rock and Rock roll. and jazz and yeah. jizz. And roll. Right through the Georgia peach. I'm going to shake that booty booty. If you want a gold toilet to put under your booty, you should Silver is more contribute some of your money to the poor. Well, actually, if you give it to, uh, to, to Trump's campaign, he can get a toilet seat for every one of his Ah, houses. Trump's campaign. Hey. Trump loves gold. Speaking yeah, of gold, talk good. about a gold hoarder. Yeah. Nobody answered my question about it. About the gold? 
Yeah, about like why do the people that have the gold sell the gold for a U.S. dollar, for example? Because you can't bring your gold to the gas station, self-serve or full-serve, and get your gasoline. You have to bring actual paper money. That's the society we live in. You know the answer to that. Bring in those bricks. It's heavy. It's heavy. You don't want to be carrying gold around. People want easy. So they trade for paper, and then they trade for plastic. Uh, you know what? And then, uh, here's lo your and answer. behold, their life the whole belongs to the bank. The whole system is a bullshit. Yes, you, I agree. You, yeah. The whole it is. Yeah. So once you know that, then you can gain freedom, because then all of that doesn't affect you anymore, because you know it's... Bullshit. I wouldn't guarantee you gain freedom. Well, I think you just get I, the illusion of freedom because you go, I know the system is bullshit, but the system can still <laughs> walk all over you, terminate your YouTube account. That's correct. They can censor you and they can kill you with a drone by accident. Because we are all in the company store. When the market fails, whether you recognize it or not, that's the fucked up thing. It's not like you get a gold star, gold or every not. Every parking lot is a is a Starbucks. Every corner is a corporate entity that's feeding you tacos or hamburgers. In fact, the more truth you spill, the more likely you will be censored. Those publicly traded companies, that's the biggest fucking farce I've ever seen in my that's life. That's right. Yeah. They're killing us. Killing us. And they're all people. They have as much rights as a person, thanks to Citizens United. At what point are their shareholders satisfied with their income? Why does every single motive have to be profit-based? Because they're not really people, <laughs> these shareholders. None of them are people. They're algorithms. Because individual people might want to think about the planet, think about the future. They might have a conscience, some people. But they don't take that into consideration. They just want to enhance share value to satisfy an algorithm that says that then they can get a bigger bonus. All these big funds now feed us, sell us towels. Uh, and, and terminate our YouTube accounts. Yeah, and terminate uh, 10,000 people and 12,000 people, 11,000 people. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, know, you know how you can avoid that particular problem? How's that? Tell us, Colonel, how can you avoid that? Avoid de defining yourself in an absolute. I am absolutely all ears to hear what the hell that means. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine that the world is is a black or white. There's nowhere in between. There's no variations. There's no grays. Okay. If you live in a world where you perceive everything to be only one way or another as you know it to be mm. then you will complicate your life oh i agree beyond. but yeah. i already don't feel black or white i'm <laughs> somewhere in between all they, the time i'm those, always empathizing with my enemies they always call those numb nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's true that our society encourages black and white thinking that's what gets likes that's what gets hits 
That's what gets boosted on social media. That's what gets eyeballs. That is why we're at war, because we demonize other sides, because the media gets more eyeballs that way. It doesn't get eyeballs from saying, well, maybe we should just like negotiate. Maybe we should just like see how the other side. No, they get eyeballs from cheerleading for one side or the other. And that is creating divisions, fake civil wars. I think it's it's worse than that. Oh, worse. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think everybody is trying to project their reality onto everybody else's reality, and we can't do that. We don't even slow down long enough to co- comprehend what our reality really consists of. Okay. Without other people. That's true, my Carnal. I just see you as a caller on my yeah, show. Let, let me ask you this so that I can clarify this because I have not been able to figure out this. My reality is that I'm sitting right now at a bar. Nice bar. Doing, yeah, nice bar, and I'm doing a radio show, and yeah. I think that I'm on a train. With your wife. With my wife, but I'm not. And a, a caller. And a caller. And, and an a, engineer. And an engineer. That's me. Yeah, and then I'm sitting on a slab of cement, which is sitting in a pile of mud on a rock. And that rock is going 72,000 miles per minute (laughs) per second. Explain to me what that reality is and why I am on this rock. I hope you're asking Carnal, not me. I'm asking Carnal. I can't explain it. I've been trying to figure it out. I thought you were going to enter the dream world. Are, Are you asking why you have a reality in the first place? No, I'm asking why am I sitting on a rock spinning around the sun trying to figure out what this is all about is there somewhere else you'd rather be uh no this is quite nice uh you know not bad and why does there have to be a why Mm, why does there have to be a why well we have an old friend and they asked him uh about living why why? And right. He, 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 Speaking of him. sex, which was always a very sexy song, and I just want to say that Rudy in the chat he says, "I came for sex, but loving this." <laughs> Clap back. See, uh, I thought maybe we'd lose some people because we're not talking about sex, which is okay. We could lose you. We I don't, don't mind. Want to lose you. I could put the sexual spin on this reality. Oh, do so, please. Oh. That would turn me on. Maybe. If you imagine that the interaction of your reality and what you control within your reality, being your body, is interacting with someone else who's also voluntarily doing the same thing, but they're doing it with you. Mm. So it's a voluntary merging of your realities to the extent that you start to perceive it however you the fucking want. because. You're going to do that no matter what kind of effort the person doing it to you is going to do. Right. That's why it's so nice to flirt. Of course, you're saying it's voluntary. It's consensual because sometimes you're in each other's reality and it is not consensual. Like when you're at a war or when the IRS comes to visit. It's not exactly sexy, although maybe some people do find that sexy. They do. They get turned on like in a BDSM way of non-consensual stuff, but we're not encouraging that. But what we are encouraging is what I think you're saying, which is 
that the interaction of humans or even anybody that is consensual is always a form of sex. Yeah. Yeah. To some degree. To it some is, degree. Uh, There's I'm always a sexual exchange. That's why I think sex is everywhere. It's like you're always interacting with molecules that are alive. Sex is in my pants. And it's in your pants, right? The more concerned you are with positively affecting the sexual partner's perception of your interaction, the, the better it will be. That's heavy, man. That's very heavy. That's so heavy. just to say something light, these nuts comments. <laughs> jazz comes from sex. Hey, baby, I like the way your jazz sways as you walk away. You know what? In this world of censorship, we do have to come up with new words because the bots are looking at our regular sex words. They're stealing them. So they don't even like the word sex. Do you know why they don't like having sex? Because lust is the opposite of greed, and they want to promote no, greed. If we keep having babies, then they can't keep up, and the balance shifts in our favor. If we stop having babies, no. then God's going to have Sex is not all about having babies. Mostly sex is not about having babies. Sex is about having a good time and not working at the company store and not buying at the company store because you're too busy in bed kissing and noodling and grandma, having fun. Grandma thought that having babies... Sex was, was about having babies. babies. But really, bonobos show us that sex is about much more than that. And you know that, Carnal, because your sex doesn't have any babies. Every sperm is sacred. Every sperm is lost when better. you masturbate, which is a beautiful thing. Because it's Actually, not no. all about having babies. It's not at all. That's a fallacy. That is what wait, religion wait, tries wait. to put on sex. That it's about having babies. I, I had a vasectomy like 26 years ago. So I'm not, I'm, I'm semen only. It is not all about having babies. See, you're still sexual, carnal. You still think about sex. You still play sexually, whether it's with yourself or consenting you know, you others. Sex like in fact, that, you feel sex in the, the whole world, you, as I do. You have to be careful when you have sex like that, because when you put the penis in there, and you don't have a condom and stuff, and then another baby is born, and then I'm... I can hardly breathe anymore, so many babies. Sex that just involves pleasure, that involves leisure. It's legitimate. Non-expensive leisure. That is anathema to our owners, as George Carlin would say. That is anathema to these corporate algorithms that want you to feel that in order to have a good sex life, you have to buy these things and look a certain way and then your sex must be channeled into having children who are also expensive. Sex is part of life, as you say. It's part of just interacting with people and not even interacting. Sometimes I just walk outside on a nice day, on a spring day, back to our theme of spring equinox, and I just take a big inhalation of the sexy pollen, and I feel like I'm having an orgasm. Ooh.
a springasm, a breathgasm. It's very tauntric. Me, I go to Trader Joe's, where all the little old ladies are. And they stand next to me and they go, he can walk. Mm, yeah. He's old. Does that happen walk. more in the spring? Yes, more in the spring. <laughs> I see. They get more excited, the old ladies. More and they're excited that my husband can walk. By the way, if you want to see some hot sexual Sex. shows, you should check out our site, Bonobo Spring Equinox, Bacchanalia. We have spring showers with Dumay. Happy Women's Month, Dumay. Woohoo! And that was from 2011. We have some incredible Bacchanals that celebrate spring. And we've been providing it for free, all of our videos and so forth. Question. Well, we're springing into a call with you. Yes. Stoopy has a good question. Who does? I just wanted to, to get your attention. Stoopy has a good Stoopy question. Has a Stoopy has a good question. Okay, okay, Stoopy. Is that in the chat? I haven't seen yes, it yet. Yes. Ah, it feels like sex is now imitating porn. Well, not mine. Rather than porn imitating sex. I, maybe I'm too old to even try imitating porn. Porn imitates humans. I have been watching porn since I was in my 30s, really. I guess I didn't grow up on porn, although porn did exist when I was a kid. So maybe my brain didn't get wired, whatever way you guys think that porn wires the brain, which I don't necessarily agree with. But I do know that I didn't get wired that way. I love porn stars. Some porn I like. Most porn is boring to me. Some porn is disgusting to me, and so I don't watch it. Same for Hollywood for me. Right. <laughs> That's true. Some Hollywood movies are so disgusting. Disgusting. Most, actually, because most involve a lot of violence. And porn usually does not involve violence. Some people think that it does, that somehow... Usually they would say the woman is being coerced, especially if it's like a gangbang of some sort or cuckold porn. Maybe they think there's violence going on. And maybe sometimes there is, which is terrible and should always be condemned. But mostly it's just people having sex on camera. That's the definition of porn, right? Uh, porn, uh, the, only, uh, the, uh, the definition of porn is this. If you're getting fucked or you're fucking and there's a camera, that's porn. Now, a lot of the more successful porn involves people with very extreme characteristics, such as very big boobs and a very big penis. Okay. And this is encouraged by the movies. And that's also true in regular movies in that the people that we come to think are normal are these gorgeous model type people and it's different in porn in that it's not necessarily gorgeous people but it is people with like big characteristics big boobs big dick something very strong although that's not always the case sometimes it's the personality that's very strong big eyes it's sex it's a certain type of genre and yes, some people will try to imitate it. They might hurt themselves physically or emotionally or spiritually. But you know what? I hurt myself trying to imitate 
athletes. I got hit in the head with a baseball a few times trying to pretend I was an athlete because I saw some on TV. So, yeah, you can hurt yourself trying to imitate what you see on TV. And you need to know that a lot of it is somewhat fake. Even when they use real people, even from back in my day, they would only use certain angles and certain lighting and certain parts. They would cut a lot of the boring parts. So it is a misleading thing. So some people try to imitate porn in their sex life and usually they're not too happy about it. But I wouldn't say always. Sometimes they become porn stars. They try to imitate porn and then they become porn stars. And you know what? In this capital O scene, you got to do something to earn a living. And doing porn, getting yourself an OnlyFans or whatever you're doing, being a sex worker is much, much more moral and ethical than being a warmonger, a war criminal. And by the way, Putin will see you in war criminal court. You got a warrant out for your arrest and all the other war criminals, because Putin's not the only one, you should have warrants out for your arrest. So all you sex workers are much better than that. And it's much worse to look at war on YouTube and want to imitate that and go into a supermarket and start shooting up these innocent people, which is what a lot of these amosexual incels do, then it is bad to look at porn and try to get into a position that then causes you to pull a muscle. Pull what muscle? It's also bad to try to look like the people <laughs> and try to expect your partner to look like those people, just as it's bad to expect them to look like the people you see on Instagram. False standards. All false standards. It's not particularly porn in answer to Stoopy Cat. It's a good question, by the way. I didn't say that, Stoopy Cat, because I've come on so strong to your question, but you can tell that it has aroused much emotion in me, has it not, Captain Max? When you aroused the need in me. <laughs> yes, it's kind of sexy, Stoopy Cat. I think it's a turn-on that you ask that question, and you look sexy in your picture. And Stoopy Cat sounds like a sex name, but maybe it's not, so I'm sorry if I assume too much. Yeah, well, could I jump in for a second? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Oh, man, I, I want to say thank you, and I apologize for just jumping into your show like this. But you guys are hilarious and <laughs> thank very you. informative as well. Thank you. So, yeah, I, I did not think that I was going to be, you know, as entertained and as informed as I have been this Excellent. late Saturday night. Thank you, Rudy. Peace. Thank you, Rudy. Yeah. We, we try hard. We try not to follow the usual road. We try to tell the truth. Uh, we, we do pretty good at it. Uh, <clears throat> we, we are the true patriots of this country. We have a massive right-wing conspiracy that wants to take away rights that I'm 80 years old that I have fought all my life for. So um, thank you so much and spread thank the word. Thank you. Thank you again, Rudy. And let's talk to Seal or Sally. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. How do you pronounce your name? Sele. 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 Yeah. Welcome uh, uh, to FDR. Hello, Sele. Thank you. 
I was thinking while because of the question, right? Like how how not into it or how unrelaxed or not relaxed you have to be to try to reenact a movie. I would say like people right like you have to be very focused and not relaxed and not free as I guess sex is more fun as if you're trying to reenact a movie. You know what I mean? When you're in a movie, you have to be relaxed. No, no, in the movie. Like what Stupi was asking, right? Like people trying to... So I would say avoid that guy that is trying to enact the movie. That's trying to enact a porn movie. If she has a guy in her life, or a girl, or whoever, but probably a guy, would be trying to enact porn. Although I, I don't know if she has to avoid that guy. If she doesn't want to do it, then she should avoid that guy. But there's not a whole lot of sex education out there. There's not a whole lot of ideas. So if somebody gets an idea from a porn and says, let's try this, I don't think that's wrong. But if it's in a nasty way and somebody says, hey, you're boring, I wish you would be like these porn stars. Well, yeah, of course you should get rid of that guy. Just no, but what I meant was need to discuss your expectations. Like... Oh, everybody's talking well, at one, once. One at a time. Let's have Sele, Sele. speak. Of course, everybody gets ideas from books, from movies, right. from everything. Like, you know, one thing is that. And the other thing is like, when it gets artificial, right? Like in an into like if you are with someone in a room and you're naked and it doesn't get more free than that, right? Like if you have some intimate being naked in a room with I someone. don't know. I've been naked in a room with like a hundred people. You so have. I have. I've been naked at a nudist resort where there's all these naked people running around. I think being naked is great. It can be extremely you intimate. Never, never let me finish my okay, question. Go ahead. Because you didn't understand. <laughs> what I said is like when you just enact a movie, it sounds to me like you're doing step by step. Yeah. And I know like, I know that kind of guy that you, you touch their arm and they will put it right like tight because like they are paying more attention to what they're doing than letting go and and having fun and enjoying it. That's what I meant, right? Like sometimes the reenactment of a movie sounds right. more like anxiety performance or I want to, right? Like letting go and, and feeling free and whatever it means. Sele, I think you are beautiful. You say something very beautiful. It's very much what you feel. I don't feel that way. Sometimes I would like to imitate what's in porn. And of course, if I'm not having fun and I'm trying to imitate it and I'm angry about my sex life, no, I, I'm not a very good partner. But if I'm just like watching something and I go, let's try this. And, and porn imitates humanity. Well, of course. So Absolutely. you're just reflecting it because right. there isn't a lot of instruction out there. There's not a lot of people like there's tons of people out there to show you how to play baseball all over television the internet in your backyard everywhere but sex oh no you got to cover that up there's nobody showing you some things to do well, except I'm porn South american yeah so where are you from argentina 
Argentina. Argentina people are just so sexy. I'm being stereotyped now. I did meet an Argentinian man when I was on a bus in Afghanistan when I was very young. And he gave me a book that I will never forget. It was called A Hundred Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it changed my life, that book. It showed me other worlds and it was very sexy and I did wind up having sex with him in a Pakistani hotel. Was that with the cow in the room? No. No, that was another one. Okay. There was no sex when the cow was in the oh. room. No. That was in Delhi. Don't have sex in front of cows. Well, you could. You if could. You want. I mean, well, if you're in Argentina, like, <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of cows, so maybe. Not with the cow, but in front of the cow. Why not? Why not? The, the, if you're in a farm, you're going to have sex with different people in front of animals. Not to say you should have sex with animals. Well, do not do that. Uh, no, okay. in Colombia, though, that's the first Young men are brought before behind the donkey. Right, but I don't recommend that. No, I don't recommend it either. Right. But it's kind of interesting. But I think it's okay to have sex with the animals running around, whether it's your dog or the chickens. It's kind of nice. Out in nature. Reminds you that you are an animal. I'm being very freedom of speech, open-minded about everything, and I feel that way. I really do. But I also feel that if you're watching porn all the time, and if that's the only way that you can get excited, you should just spend a week on a farm <laughs> away from the porn, looking at the chickens getting on. Well, they got to have a rooster, I guess. On the other hand, if you've but, never seen but, porn, but, maybe but, you should have a look. Yeah, but leave the pigs alone. Leave the pigs alone. The thing is, right, like to me, the, the turn off is not that there is a porn there. I, I've seen porn many times. The thing is when the other one is more occupied on what they are doing that right with the head in in okay my arm has to be here and i have to look good right that is what i i i critique right but you know what's even worse and i'm guilty of doing this it's taking selfies while you're having sex <laughs> Right? I mean, I mean, come on, that's terrible. But I have done it. Right? And Max went nuts. He's like, whoa, well, and I'm taking it with him in it. Like, yeah. Yeah, at least he participates in the picture. Like, otherwise, it's just you. Yeah, but it's not very nice. Is she, is she actually in Argentina or where, where are you calling from? Where is she you calling from? Oh. Oh, I'm in Argentina. Yeah, I'm Buenos Aires. All, All right. right. Hey, well, hello we there. Are worldwide. Hello there, Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. And Argentina is a great state, actually, a great country. Thank you. Oh. It has a problems or two, but <laughs> I know, like, every country has them. Very nice to meet you. I think we came to a meeting of the minds here, Sele, and the cultures. And yes, we understand each other. Of course, I agree with you. I wouldn't want to be with a guy or a girl who's like watching porn instead of looking at me. I mean, I don't mind if they get some ideas from porn, but they should come back to number one here. Another comment that I have is about what you were saying about yes. the pleasure and you know how they are much more harder in, in the pleasure of women? Right, like when they, are, they have all these countries, right? Like they have abortion, you can have as long as you were raped. And right. then, but if you enjoy the sex, like, oh no, then you have to put, <laughs> like, right. put up with the baby or whatever it is, right? right. Like, right. I think they come so much harder on us. 
That's the religio-fascism, yes. Uh-huh. I agree. You got no argument from me on that. I totally think it is a war on pleasure. It's partly a war on women, you could say, but it's also a war on pleasure, brothers and sisters. And these are religio-fascists that we got in our Supreme Court put in there, by the way, ironically enough, by a libertine who is now being indicted for having sex with a sex worker, Stormy Daniels. And we are big Stormy Daniels supporters. She's a porn star. By the way, I don't watch her porn. I don't have anything against it. I've looked at it a little bit. But we're supporters of who she is and how she is. And she's very funny and smart and beautiful. And we've been supporters of her since 2017 when we first learned of her romp with Drumpf. And she's been a long shot, but now she's coming on strong. I mean, she's actually not bringing this on. This is Alvin Bragg. And maybe Putin and Trump are going to share a jail cell together. You know them all for their bromance. They should spend some time together. Last, time, the last thing I said, one thing cool. Last thing, and then we got to take Brady. We have a sex workers union. I support it. It's not easy. It's kind of like herding cats. Herding pussycats. Very free-thinking individuals. They're hard to organize them. I think first we have to decriminalize it. And then maybe we should organize. You know, Lusty Lady in San Francisco had a union for a while. And I think they went out of business. I don't have all the information. Sunshine used to work here. And That's so we're all for stripper unions. But we got to move on. Great to talk with you, Sele. Thank you, Sele. Say okay. hello to Argentina. Thank you. Hello, hello, my dudes. I'm so sad to see I missed the show by like an hour. Okay, well, first of all, if you had listened, you would know I'm not a dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm all for everybody defining themselves however they want. And I understand that you young people call everybody a dude. dude. But you know me well enough. She's a dude. I'm a dudette. <laughs> Goddess, my goddess. I'm a goddess. So how's it going, Brady? We're talking about spring, but we're talking about all kinds of things. A lot about porn and whether people think it's kind of okay. And when you look out there in nature, it's like a big porn movie. There's so many animals and plants having sex. Oh, yeah. I was just watching the little um, spiders, the jumping spiders, oh, the yeah. dance thing today, and peacocks as well. Right. So, did you have a good St. Patty's last night? I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm an actual Irishman. <laughs> oh, no wonder. See, I'm totally not I'm aware not of the history Irish. of St. Patrick, and I have no venerance for that man whatsoever. I don't even drink. <laughs> you know what I learned about St. Patrick recently? Oh. And I didn't say this last week, but you know those snakes he supposedly chased out of Ireland? Well, I'm a snake lover. An African tribe. Well... He chased out pagans. He chased out the people that lived there, the Druids, mm -hmm. the Celtic original people. That's what he was chasing, and they called them snakes. There were never many snakes in Ireland, if any. Maybe a few garter snakes, mm -hmm. but nothing really. Garter. So I was always trying to figure out, what are these snakes? Well, it was that he was a crusader. A Catholic crusader. Mm -hmm. That's Another what he one. was. He just wasn't going to the quote-unquote holy land. He was going into Ireland, and he was chasing out all these good, peaceable pagans. Guys like me. 
Yeah. <laughs> Guys and like, like me, me do that. their way down into Louisiana like as the Cajuns. Right. So I do celebrate all the holidays, but just like when I celebrate the Jewish holidays or Christmas or any of these things, I like to explain a little. So I'm learning about St. Patrick, and he was not a good guy. I think his shillelagh was probably very small. <laughs> small shillelagh. <laughs> Roasted. Oh, that was good. Thank you. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> but I do want to say something about pinching, okay? Because I always just think you got to wear green. I am wearing sort of blue-green right now because you don't want to get pinched. Okay. Now, non-consensual pinching which is what the leprechauns do if you're not wearing green, is a bad thing. But you know what? Pinching, if you do it slowly and consensually, is massage. You're picking up flesh between your fingers and you're pinching it. And squeezing it. And you're squeezing it. And if somebody did that to you non-consensually and all of a sudden you go, oh! Stop that. But when you do it consensually, it's the greatest thing in the world. Well, maybe not, but it's pretty good. Right up there with orgasms, massage. You guys officially made it onto the proxy party platform with subsidized sex work. So beyond All just right. legalizing sex work, we're actually pushing to get it subsidized. This is important. Yes. So that's all thanks to you guys. That was y'all's contribution to that. And I was wondering if y'all were and familiar. And she was just out there supporting that idea, kind of. She said she wants a sex workers union, which is a step beyond. But let's go for it. Let's decriminalize it. Mm -hmm. And it really should be destigmatized and subsidized. By the way, in Germany, it is yes. subsidized for people who have physical issues. And so the government... Start with that. Yeah, the government will pay you to go to a hooker and, and feel healed. And, Although some of these people with mental issues really yeah. need it too, I tell you. But it's a harder thing to prove you got a mental issue as opposed to, I'm just horny and lazy. I don't feel like, you know, finding well, myself a girlfriend. <laughs> you, you just sound nutty. There's gray areas, as always as any kind of welfare but welfare is a good thing it's a positive word it's well and fair what could be better well fair and i was wondering if y'all happen to know how donald trump met the first lady wasn't she a sex worker you mean melania or malaria i mean uh, M melanie she was a she was a, an escort one of those models who doubles as an escort we know a lot of them uh-huh. And actually before that, right before Melania, uh -huh. he was dating a woman named Selena Middlefart. Uh -huh. And he was introduced to Selena Middlefart by Jeffrey Epstein. Uh -huh. And guess who introduced Donald to the first lady? Oh. Selena Middlefart. What a name. Jeffrey Epstein again. Oh, right. Yes, you're right. Jeffrey Epstein did introduce. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons that I thought she was a bit of a sex worker. Yeah, well, she was. Whatever you want to say about Jeffrey Epstein, he definitely hung out with sex workers and he employed them and utilized them. Um, but we're not going to go into Pizzagate right now, Brady. Oh, I wasn't going into Pizzagate. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't worry. I was okay, going good. into... Because um, Max is a pizza maker. Yeah. I already got two kids in the oven. <laughs> So. <laughs> that's a joke, boss. That, that's you a artificial joke. ignorance people out there. Come on. That's a joke. Donald Trump 
Um, I, I think it's interesting that he met his last two girlfriends through Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, his last two. Yeah, okay. Middle Fart. Now, what the fart name is that? Wait, is that a middle name or is that it's a Norwegian. last name? Middle Fart. In Germany, the, the uh, exits are called Aschfarts. Right. Those are really cool. I learned about those when we were driving at 100 miles an hour. And we're like, whoa, oh, there's an Aschfart. Yeah. Oh. Who did that one? That was my mouth. Oh, okay. Okay, bots, that was my mouth, although it was a pretty good imitation. Pretty good. Well, we do support that you are putting a plank in your campaign platform for the decriminalization of sex work. Woohoo! And, and what kind of sex advice you have for the spring equinox? Is there any kind of like spring equinox sex magic? Yeah, you take the pinus. <laughs> And you take it, and you have to go to the lower extremities of the woman's body, and you will reach the V of the crotch. You know, the V of the crotch. And then you put the pinus in her belly button. No, no, no. It's further down. You give the belly button a smack with the shillelagh. You take, you smack the belly button with the shillelagh one time. <laughs> just just for intimidation, just to establish dominance. Well, no, you, but, you can see um, why I'm married him. He's got excellent advice, although I do think it's not exactly seasonal. It'll, it'll go any well, time of year. Well, I just came from that because as a little kid, I used to read sexology today. Mm. And a guy wrote in, he says, we've been trying to get pregnant for months, and we can't get pregnant. It turns out that he's... Shooting his thing in her belly button. See, brothers and sisters, so. lovers and sitters, this is what happened when there is no sex education and no porn and no visual cues. The guys start trying to have sex by sticking their shillelagh in your puppet. And so it ain't going to work. You need a little sex education, okay? So... No, you we're here for you. Dr. Susan. Yes. Yes. You mentioned a war on women and a war on pleasure. And I just want to say it sounds like we have a war on women's pleasure now. Well, exactly. You put them together and that's what you get. And let's just examine what we can do to stimulate our sexuality, to relax our defenses and wake up our senses in spring which is the greatest time to do it really i mean that's why the birds and the bees do it and you should too but don't get stung go with the flow and in spring the sap is flowing everything is but you of course want to stay alive and spring is also a time of just people and animals and plants and all forms of life just going a little too far and that's it. Death comes also in spring. And one of the most profound spring themes is resurrection because of all the life and death. And it's kind of a hope. And I don't believe that it necessarily happens the way they say in these Bibles. But I do believe that the earth is reborn in the spring. And if the earth can be reborn in spring, then so can we. 
And the most famous rebirth is, of course, that of Jesus, who springs back to life around Easter. And, of course, he dies in spring, too, which is three days before. So it's all life and death. And if you look into Dionysus, you see that he does something very similar. He dies in spring, and then he's resurrected. And it really does capture the heart of our desire, this resurrection, and not just because it phonetically contains the word erection, because that drives us, this hope. Sex is driven by some sort of hope, hope that you'll have a baby, hope that you'll get laid, hope that you'll feel better, hope that somebody really likes you, or maybe even that you'll just have an orgasm. Low job hope. And in fact, often when people have the orgasm and they go into this post-sex sleep, it's like they lose hope. And hopefully they sleep, and hopefully they don't do something horrible, because post-orgasm is a tricky time. Got to be careful with you, yourself you lose your and penis. your partners. Yeah. So you got to relax into that. You got to appreciate that post-coital glow. So it helps, I think, in spring to do it outside if you can. It's fun to let the outside in in some way. And people do it in fake ways. I mean, we do it all the time. We got the ocean playing on our <laughs> sound system. But it's nice to actually get out in the fresh air, get out there and do something sexual, even if it can't be full-on intercourse, perhaps a little foreplay, just kissing feeling the breeze and if you can't be in a place where you can actually touch your genitalia just kind of take off your shirt or whatever you can take off maybe your shoes and run your feet through the river and feel like we were talking about earlier with carnal how every moment that you share with other living things and i feel that a river is a living thing is a kind of an erotic moment and let that infuse you for when you are lucky enough, so to speak, to get lucky and have sexual intercourse somehow, somewhere, which is probably going to be in a bed. So let me just say, before anybody changes the subject, that as a Jew for Palestine, that I support the Israeli uprising. It is getting bigger and that's good, but I want to say it should be against Zionism. They are calling the prime minister a crime minister and they are right. That is Netanyahu and read some Norman Finkelstein, a brilliant Jew for Palestine, fellow counterpunch writer, and get out there and support the protesting against the very fascist regime that is taking over there and also protest against the Zionist experiment, the apartheid regime. And by the way, I kind of feel like there's a little animal abuse going on in a lot of these cultures. In Israel, in America, I saw it in Australia, they are putting horses in police forces around the world more and more. I think the cops on these horses must have small dicks. The bigger the horse, the smaller the dick of the guy riding it, because you know the horse, well, I don't need to tell you. Anyway, I'm a little bit wary about this. And yeah, I know the police use a lot of different methods of violence against people and 
most of them are awful, <laughs> except trying to talk somebody down from committing violence themselves. But I do believe that putting the horses on this duty is a cruelty to the animal. It is also, of course, cruel to the protesters because these horses are pretty threatening. But then again, so is the gas that they spray and so are the batons that they hit people with and so are the rubber bullets and so are the real bullets and so are all the awful methods that police use to try to control protesters. But there's something about these horses that really bothers me. Maybe it's because I'm a non-human animal lover, because we are animals too. And it's just the combination of the police on the horse and the protesters kind of going, ah! And usually it's leftist protesters they're doing this too, I find. And it's just setting me the wrong way. I know that they did this also with immigrants down at the border where they had these immigration agents on horseback with what appeared to be whips and there, there's something creepy about it and it does smack of slavery days in a way and it also is abuse to the horse this is a horse that now has to lead a life of violence that's not right <laughs> am i on the phone with anybody yeah, you got Cardinal, and we also got Brady. Okay. What's up, Amiga? I'm all the way here. Okay. I think they should give the police and the horses mushrooms. And um, sure. uh, about what you were saying about consent in regard to horses, I was watching a video of a male horse, you know, approaching a mare, you know, ready to buck. And the mare was not ready. She had not been courted appropriately. And she kicked the stallion square in the head and killed him with one kick. Wow. Yep, so respect the ladies, even in the animal kingdom. Consent is important in the animal kingdom as well. Usually they don't. Usually they somehow restrain these animals. And it's very sad. And I just feel particularly sad seeing police on horses using them to enact violence it's an example of how dangerous horses can be too you know one kick from a horse can cripple someone or kill them one kick all it takes and i feel kind of sad seeing them do it to dogs and a bite from a dog is not too pleasant either i've seen them use dogs in a threatening sadistic way there's a video going around twitter now where a police officer is using a dog to kind of bite it a young guy like a teenager and i don't know what he's doing but nothing to deserve that and i just feel that the bigger the horse the smaller the dick of the cop sitting on it but really the bigger the gun the smaller the dick and really folks when it comes to these corporations and a lot of them make money all different which ways, but many of them make money through war in some fashion. War is big money. And there's a few women in there, yes. And there's a few trans folks in the club, yes. But it's mostly rich men with small dicks and big bombs that run the show. Micro shillelaghs. 
small sugary energy. Well, I think, you know, you're mentioning things to do in the springtime, and I was going to recommend mushroom sex. You know, that is some of the best sex, in my opinion, I've ever had in my life. I don't know about you guys, but... Um, I have had some wonderful trips on mushrooms. I've had some good sex on mushrooms, but honestly, mushrooms are so much fun. Where do you need to have sex? You can just sit there and have yourself a ball. You can have sex. Great. I don't think it's ideal for that kind of intimacy, I guess. But hey, if you have a lot of sex and you want to do something different, sure, do mushrooms. I'm not really here to really super endorse any kind of drugs, honestly. Oh, my bad. No, you can. (laughs) And I'm not against it. I'm certainly not against that drug. And I'm not probably going to be the one to come up with it. That's just how I am about drugs. I just feel like they're so personal. I feel like sex is good for everybody and doing it outdoors is good for everybody. I was kind of given advice that I think applies to almost everybody that we can somehow connect with nature and that is a sexual thing and maybe even be lucky enough that we can find a way to have some sort of sex in nature. Doing mushrooms, sure. Some people like it. Hey, some people might like having a margarita out in the outback. Whatever form of loosening up you want to do, as long as you're responsible, go ahead. Yeah, I would specifically recommend a microdose for for that um, as a healthier alternative to drunken sex. It's very similar. Someone was asking what it's like, and it's very similar to drunken sex, but much more clean and beautiful and enjoyable than drunken sex. You're not you're not nearly as dehydrated, um, and yeah, much it's it's a much more intimate um, kind of uh, intercourse than usual. Well, I could agree, although I would say that it's easier to micromanage your doses when you're drinking if you want to you don't have to and some people do drink too much but you can have a couple sips of alcohol and that's a lot easier to do before you get down get down baby than mushrooms when i was a young hippie i used to do a lot of mushrooms and i certainly would much prefer mushrooms to any kind of drinking so i totally hear you so i want to talk a little bit about censorship if we can change the subject, simply because we're always talking about censorship here on uh, FDR because we were brutally and unconscionably censored on YouTube by Susan Wojcicki and we put the block curse on her. And speaking of magic, mushrooms or not, This is block magic of the highest order, which somehow persuaded her to resign shortly thereafter, although I suppose a congressional subpoena might have also had some influence. And in any case, she was the censor-in-chief, and I am now in a kind of conversation with a YouTuber, a Googler of some sort, who is saying that they sympathize with me and my plight. Anyway, we are seeing where this goes. It'll probably just get thrown to their internal team. Whenever I question what is their internal team, I don't get an answer, and I think it's just algorithms, and I think it's just artificial ignorance. 
In other censorship news, I'm hearing about censorship from all kinds of people. And of course, my censorship is like, I feel like it censored my life. I had 15 years of videos and radio shows up on YouTube that were just zapped. But people experience different kinds of censorship that hurts them in different ways, especially since we were invited onto this internet thing and told that it would be free. And it ain't free. I have a client, a cuckold, who loves Blacks on Blondes, one of the oldest sites on the internet. And he says that certain language is not allowed and that this language is not the slur you may be thinking, but is actually just simple words like black, which is not a slur and people use that all the time, but they're not allowed to use it and have all that sex, I guess, or something, or use it in conjunction with the word for rooster, cock. This type of censorship is getting crazy and it is hurting people in all different ways. Sometimes just inhibiting them, just researching a fetish. So we are certainly against it. We got to go, I guess, at this point, right? We got to go. Uh, we're we we're really go. running out of time. I still want to say... I had to go, too. You know, banks are collapsing. That this, uh, But we're hoping, hope, hope, hope. We've been supporting St Stormy Daniels. By the way, that Silicon Valley bank, Trump deregulated it. Ivanka benefited, but Trump is getting it from Stormy oddly enough it's so crazy how karma comes around sometimes and hopefully we will not go to war 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 now the media wants to get china involved the media is much to blame for modern wars so listen brothers and sisters make kink not war so all you nice right wingers and left wingers you don't want america to look like the Ukraine, do you? And have all your lovely houses bombed? Just let me tell you this. The people that run these countries are maniacs that think nothing of killing you, your children, your relatives. They think nothing of burning people with bombs. These are men and women who have no, no qualms about killing you and taking away your rights. Don't let them do it. And yes, much as there is March Madness, we are making love through the madness. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I love you. I love you. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. 
anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination. My world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.